0: this is monday morning meditations number three on the rising man podcast with jetty azuma you wouldn't like me when i'm angry welcome rising man community to another monday morning good to see you guys today. My name is Jedi Azuma and I am the host and creator of the Rising Man podcast and this is the third episode of the Monday Morning Meditation installment. And what this is, if you guys haven't heard the first two episodes already, is my opportunity to step behind the mic and share with you the experiences and the wisdom that I've accumulated over the years, both from being in men's work, involved in a men's team, from trainings and leadership workshops that I've been a participant in, and from all of the men that I have interacted with, both on the giving and receiving end of the mirror for what it looks like to be a man. And I decided to share this installment with you guys because I believe that giving you a daily dose of wisdom to fire you up, to inspire you on your journey, to give you some insight to what you're experiencing as a man, from my experience, in addition to what we're getting with the interviews every Thursday, would really round out this experience. So what I'm looking for from you guys is some feedback. If you guys are listening to this episode, I'd love to hear some comments. How is this information landing with you? How are you enjoying? Monday morning meditations. And what else would you like me to talk about? Because I know that there is a wide range of things that we process and experience as men and delivering to you guys the ones that I feel are most important right off the bat. So having said that, I'm going to ask you guys to make sure you reach out to me, hit me up on Facebook Messenger or send me an email directly to the Rising Man podcast at gmail.com. Let me know how this is landing for you guys. And if you're not already a member and a participant in the Rising Man Facebook group, get over there right now go to facebook.com groups slash the rising man this is where we are diving into all of the topics that we talk about on the podcast sharing our experiences as men connecting to all different corners of the planet we've got men in australia canada the u.s europe literally all over the world at this point and we're only growing. so if you're not in there yet get yourself in there if you're already a member of the rising man then please invite some brothers in so we can keep growing this amazing community of men. So, without further ado, the topic today is dealing with anger. So I'm gonna start this one off with a story because I can remember back when I was 16 years old and I was in my first serious relationship with a girl, with a young woman, and I don't even remember what we had an argument about. But all I can remember is she was pissed off at me. She didn't wanna to talk to me. She wasn't answering her phone. This is really before cell phone, so she wouldn't answer her landline. And I remember feeling so enraged, so scared and terrified that this person that I cared about was gonna disappear. And I know, I was 16 years old, I was treating it like high school marriage, and my body didn't know what to do because after about a half a day of her not answering my calls and not, you know, being willing to connect with me, all I was feeling was a massive energy inside my body. And I would call it rage. That's really the point that it got to because I didn't know what to do with myself. I remember being inside of my bedroom at my parents' house and just crying and screaming and like freaking out basically. This is the first time and the only time I've ever punched a wall and put a hole through it. But it terrified me to see what my body was capable of and not knowing what to do with it. I had never seen a man or anybody who was my size or looked like me lose it in the way that I felt like I needed to lose it. I'd never seen my dad get this level of angry. I'd never witnessed this in another man. And that's my first point is that we don't allow ourselves to get to this level not just so that we can express it, but so that we can model it and demonstrate that there's a safe way to do this for other men. So I'll circle back to that later. In this moment, I didn't know what to do. And of course my parents were there and I saw my mom came up first and I saw the look in her eyes when she saw how enraged I was. It was literally like I was the Hulk. I must have been turning green because I looked at her eyes and she had no clue what to do. And I could see Fear in her eyes, not fear that I was going to hurt her, not fear that I was going to harm her, just fear of what she was witnessing in me because she'd never seen me do that before and she didn't really know what to do with it. And so naturally, when my mom doesn't know what to do, she called my father into the room and my dad's solution was calm down. He came in, he said, just calm down, take a deep breath and calm down. But the problem was, that's not what my body wanted to do. All my body wanted to do in that moment was to be enraged and to express itself, and it was like a Thursday night, it was a weekday night, a school night, I remember, because I took my Discman, if you guys can remember Discman, you know, playing a CD, you know, for those of you guys who never heard of that before, used to play CDs and listen to them through headphones, I was, uh, I, I took my Discman and I ran out of the house, and the high school, that in my town was about a block away. I went down to the track and I started running. Uh, it was like it was like Forrest Gump on steroids. I just started running around the track and this is at 11 o'clock at night when I was really like losing it. I started running and I felt like I was there for hours. It probably was about an hour, an hour and a half, but I just kept doing laps around the track, listening to music and bawling my eyes out because all my body needed to do was express this tremendous amount of energy that was coming up inside of me. And I remember that at some point in the middle there, in the middle of the 90 minutes of me running around the track, I had this shift, somatic shift in my body where I went from rage to euphoria. And this was a powerful experience for me because like I said, I'd never experienced this or witnessed this up until this point in my life as a man. And so once I started feeling that euphoria, I just wanted to run (laughs) because my body was feeling so happy and so grateful. I was listening to music that I loved. I completely forgot about what was bothering me. And I transformed that energy and returned myself back to a place I wanted to be coming from. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just being instinctual and doing what my body needed to do. I literally felt like a caged animal inside of my, my house, inside of my room that just needed to get out and express itself. And so the point here is that there is an option beyond suppressing the anger and the rage. Because let's face it, anger and rage is a natural human emotion. It's on the very top end of the emotional spectrum because anyone who's experienced anger and who has quote unquote lost it or let it out, unleashed it, knows that you experience an energy that is unlike anything that you experience on a day-to-day basis. Most of us people are walking around in the world and we're living right in the middle. We're like 70 degrees on the thermostat, you know, not too hot, not too cold, just operating. And so many of us are concerned with being the nice guy, or because we've learned that anger is dangerous, it's bad, it's something that lands you in jail, it's something that gets you arrested. And truth be told, If I had to express my anger as a man by going out into my front yard, let's up to Annie here, if I went onto the busiest street corner in Santa Barbara and I ripped off my shirt and I screamed at the top of my lungs and I started beating my chest, I would probably be arrested. At least the cops would be called and I would have to explain myself. Let's just look at that for a minute. How messed up is it that a man cannot just express himself without hurting anybody, without putting my hands on anybody. I can't just run outside, beat my chest, and scream at the top of my lungs without significant consequences. Let's just look at that for a minute. That's a massive reflection on our culture that we don't allow or create a space for men, let's just men or women, to, to express themselves in this way. We believe that we need to walk around the world with our shirts tucked in, smiling, opening the door for people when we're experiencing so many more emotions beneath the surface. Now, the reason that this is such a problem for me is because men are walking around the planet right now like a fully loaded weapon hiding behind a smile. We are literally carrying these rage bombs in our chest. It's a reservoir, it's a resource, it's a bank. Of anger that we suppress down if somebody cuts you off in traffic and you don't say anything about it you squash it down in your body if you express yourself to a woman and you ask her out and you, and you tell her how much you care about her and she shoots you down you shove it down in your body this is what we've learned to do this is what we've been taught to do by men who have gone before us this is what we witness on a day-to-day basis We watch men shoving down their emotions inside of their body. And when it comes to anger, when it comes to rage, when it comes to expressing things that we're dissatisfied with, that we don't like, that when we feel like we've been violated or indignified in some way, when we don't express that or let that out, it becomes a bomb that lives inside our bodies. And we walk around hiding it behind a smile. The same guy who's opening the door for you at Starbucks and smiling is hurting inside from something. Maybe he's not at the tipping point, but there are men out there who are. There are men out there walking around the world, showing up to work every day in their suit and tie, smiling, putting on a good face, interacting with clients and making things happen. They're hurting and they're on the edge. This is why we get so surprised when a man suddenly loses it, kills himself and his family because we missed it. The people in his community, the family around him, his friends, they missed it because we've created as a society, a culture where men are not free to express themselves and it is killing us. It is killing our men. It is killing the spirit of the men that we have and it's not allowing for the full expression of emotions. And I'll tell you what, anger is an amazing energy. If you've ever seen somebody express their rage and their anger in a safe environment, it is amazing. It's profound. It's the type of thing that you see in a movie or in an athlete who's experiencing the pinnacle of success when LeBron James hits the game-winning shot and he stands on the announcer's table and beats his chest and screams and you see spit and everything drooling from his mouth. People love it. I love it. When LeBron hit that game-winning shot in the playoffs this year and he stood up on the table, he started beating his chest and screaming, I watched it seven times in a row. Just because it reminded me of what it feels like to express that energy as a man. Yet, we don't allow this type of expression to happen. We don't teach our children that it's okay to express yourself in this way. And to be honest with you, the the most important thing we need to do is to create spaces and context for how that energy can be expressed. Because I don't advocate for people going out and beating on each other to express anger. That's not safe, that's not productive for society. In fact, it actually creates more problems than it solves. And there are many different ways that we can express this energy without causing harm to ourselves or anyone else. So my proposal is that we start educating our children about their emotions. And this is something I'm learning firsthand. My son's almost three years old and he experiences the full spectrum of emotions. Sometimes he experiences the full spectrum of of emotions in the span of five seconds. He can go from joy of playing with something and doing something that, you know, he shouldn't. Then we walk in the room tell him he shouldn't be doing that, and he's on the other end of the spectrum to anger and why can't I have this thing? Why can't I do what I want to do? But the way we parent our kids is we tell them, we teach them to behave, fall into line, be disciplined and do what you're supposed to do. That's where they get the first message that, oh, expressing my emotions isn't okay. We need to encourage our children to express themselves in a way that allows for unfiltered expression and keeps themselves and those around them safe. There's a lot of ways to do this. I'm going to give you guys a few opportunities, a few strategies for how you can do this yourself in a minute, but we get to be more creative as parents, as mentors, as adults, as role models for kids for how they can express themselves. And also men need to step up and go first. The men out there who are hearing this, the rising men, we get to figure out how to express our emotions, the full spectrum, put it on display in a safe environment so that the younger men coming up behind us can see what an embodied man looks like when he expresses his emotions and comes back to center. I had a man on this podcast by the name of Leon Ruri. You guys may have listened to that episode. If not, you can go back and listen to it. He's a New Zealander who lives in Australia. Uh, He comes from Maori descent, and he practices the ritual of the haka. And he uses the haka as a way to express himself and to be in alignment with his brothers when they express that warrior energy, that sacred energy going all the way up the spectrum and coming right back down to center. It's a beautiful thing. In fact, I'm going to be going to Australia in the very near future to learn this from Leon and to practice this because I believe that we as men need to learn how to generate this energy, raise it up, and bring it back down in a safe environment, in a a safe way that doesn't cause us or need us to filter out that expression. So... If you guys haven't listened to that episode with Leon, go back and listen to it. And if you haven't also seen a video of the haka, it's uh, spelled H-A-K-A. Just go to YouTube, type in the haka, and you'll see something incredible. Um, it, it, It made me move to tears. It moved me to tears to see the haka being performed for the first time because it's such an example of what masculine expression, full masculine expression can look like. So in the meantime, before I learn how to teach everybody how to do the haka and before I have an opportunity to experience that myself, one of the opportunities you guys have, you know, I always finish off the Monday morning meditation segments with an action step. There's two options here. First of all, you got to find a safe place. So for many people, you can go into your car and you can do this while you're driving or while you're parked somewhere where nobody's going to hear you. Or you can do this at home in your room with a pillow. But either way, what you're going to do is you're going to take a deep breath, you're going to ground yourself in your center, try to breathe into your belly button, and when you feel ready, you are going to let it rip. And when I say let it rip, I mean you are going to scream, holler, express all of that energy in a warrior cry into a pillow or out loud in your car. And if you want to have a voice the next day, I suggest that you do this by generating that noise from your belly, something a little more guttural and with some bass tone instead of high up in your throat. You'll probably feel it the first time and you may destroy your voice for a minute the first time, but really let it go and don't stop expressing. Don't stop roaring, screaming, crying until you're complete. Sometimes this only takes 20 to 30 seconds. Sometimes you can go for up to a minute. Whatever it looks like, go until you're complete. And that feeling of completion is when there's nothing left in the tank. You may have the aftershocks of a couple smaller expressions after you do your big one, but eventually you'll know that you're done. And when you're complete, stop, take a deep breath, and examine how you feel. Just check in with yourself. See how you feel after you express yourself in this way and really check in because this is going to give you information about how it feels to finally let all that go. Afterwards, after you kind of settle in and your heart rate comes back down and you feel like you've grounded yourself back to that 70 degrees on the thermostat again, ask yourself a few questions. First of all, how do I feel during this release in the moment of expressing and roaring and letting it out? How do you feel in that moment? And then check in with yourself. How do you feel after? How do you feel at the end of this? Are you feeling relieved? Are you feeling invigorated? What is it? What is the feeling you have afterwards? And lastly, ask yourself this question. Do you still or do I still believe that expressing my anger is bad, dangerous, scary, et cetera? Because we need to start rewiring the beliefs we have about expressing ourselves in this way. This is such an important practice to begin having. I can't tell you guys. There's, Like I said, there's so many different ways that you can do this. This one is universal and it's available to us almost all the time pretty much all of us, if you own a car or you, or you live in a house where you can sequester yourself to an area, you can do this anytime you need to. And instead of walking around the planet with like a loaded weapon, we can start to unleash some of the pressure, to loosen the pressure gauge from time to time so that we don't have this walking around all the time. And The reason I wanted to talk about this today is because I believe that the root of these school shootings of violence, of even men expressing violence on women, I believe all of it comes to the fact that we haven't learned how to express and deal with the emotions that we're having as men. Let's normalize anger. Let's normalize anger and rage and give it a context where we can express it and we can heal by letting it go. Let's do that. Let's step up as men. Let's be the ones to go first and demonstrate to our kids, demonstrate to our sons, to my son, that it's okay to do this, and this is how we do it. All right? I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope this one really landed. I did a Facebook Live on this about maybe three months ago and it got a lot of traction with both men and women because I think we all recognize how critical of a topic this is for our evolution and growth and advancement as a society so please comment and leave feedback how are you liking these Monday morning meditation segments what is your biggest takeaway from this discussion send it over to the rising man podcast at gmail.com or leave a comment about it in the rising man Facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash the rising man Big ups to my man Sean Offenbach at Infinite Melodics, M-E-L-O-D-I-X on Instagram. I appreciate everything you're doing, brother. If you guys need any support with your audio needs, whether you're doing a podcast or music production, Sean's your man. Hit him up at Infinite Melodics on Instagram. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.